This is Jamie Albers, graphic designer for the Angus Journal, with the November 6, 2023 update from the AJ Daily. Today's update contains an announcement from the American Angus Association about new leadership elected to its board of directors, a story about management protocols from backgrounding programs, comments from David Scott of the House Agriculture Committee about calling for a one-year extension of the 2018 Farm Bill, Comments from Farm Bureau about a court order regarding the EPA and its revocation of chlorpyrifos tolerances and report on cases of highly pathogenic avian influenza. New leadership elected to the American Angus Association Board of Directors. Adapted from a release by Caitlin Engel, Angus Communications. The 140th Annual Convention of Delegates for the American Angus Association assembled November 6th in Orlando, Florida. Five members were elected to the Board of Directors for a second term. They are Mark Ahern, Wills Point, Texas, Smitty Lamb, Tifton, Georgia, Charles Muck, Olivent, South Dakota, Daryl Stevenson, White, Sulphur Springs, Montana, Jerry Thies, Leavenworth, Kansas. The officers of the board were also elected. Elected officers are Barry Pollard, Enid, Oklahoma, President and Chairman of the Board, and Jonathan Perry, Fayetteville, Tennessee, Vice President and Vice Chairman of the Board. Jim Brinkley, Milan, Missouri, will serve as treasurer for the 2023-2024 term. Pollard says, I look forward to working with the board and the membership in general, and the staff as well. We have such talented people all across at every level, and we want to hear their ideas. We want to hear how the things we've done for them genetically or EPDs are benefiting their herd and what questions they have. Directors can serve up to two three-year terms on the board, and if elected, they serve an additional one-year term in office as president, chairman, and or vice president, vice chairman. To read more, visit AngusJournal.net. Backgrounded cattle are a special breed, adapted from an article by Christian Hansen. As young calves begin to enter backgrounding programs, it's time to consider your management protocols for incoming calves. Upon arrival, you need to ascertain a few things about these incoming calves, where they came from, if they were properly weaned and preconditioned, and how they were transported, to name a few. Stressors, such as entering a new environment, transportation, and poor management can result in lower feed intakes. This can negatively affect weight gain and health, making it difficult to achieve growth targets at market age. While addressing these issues, it is important to address what you are feeding these calves, especially during the first few days off the truck. To read more, go to angusbeefbulletin.com extra and select the health and nutrition tab. Ranking member David Scott calls for a one-year extension of 2018 Farm Bill, adapted from a release by the House Agriculture Democrats. House Agriculture Committee ranking member David Scott on November 3rd called to extend the 2018 Farm Bill to offer certainty and support to farmers, ranchers, and foresters. Scott said a one-year extension is the responsible thing to do, It allows our farmers, ranchers, and foresters to operate with an element of certainty while we continue working on bipartisan five-year farm bill. Agriculture Committee Democrats remain committed to passing a strong, effective, and bipartisan farm bill as quickly as we can. 
However, we refuse to subject our nation's farmers, ranchers, foresters, and families to an artificially rushed and haphazard farm bill. For more information, click on the link in this episode's description. American Farm Bureau Federation celebrates court order that EPA follows science, adapted from a release by the American Farm Bureau Federation. The Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals granted a major victory to farmers November 2nd when it ruled the Environmental Protection Agency must base its decisions on sound science and the law. The court was clear that EPA failed to follow the law when it revoked chlorier PFOS tolerances, effectively banning the pesticides. The American Farm Bureau Federation was one of the several agriculture organizations that sued EPA, asserting the agency ignored scientific evidence and proved the pesticide safety. AFBF President Zippy Duvall said, AFBF appreciates the Eighth Circuit Court of Appeals for recognizing that the Environmental Protection Agency failed to follow the law when it revokes the use of chloropyr ifos. To read the full story, go to fb.org. Daily Livestock Report for November 6, 2023. Highly Pathogenic Avian Influenza Update. Adapted from a report by Lynn Steiner, Steiner Consulting Group. The current high pathogenic avian influenza known as HPAI outbreak continues to be a fluid situation with the number of cases and birds reported changing on a daily basis. According to data released by the USDA Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, as of November 2, 2023, in October and November, there have been 46 reported cases affecting more than 1.4 million birds spanning across 16 states. Commercial turkey meat birds have accounted for most of the birds affected during October and November, with 963,100 birds affected, or 66.9% of the total birds affected. Outbreaks in commercial turkey meat birds have occurred in five states, California, Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, and Utah. For the full report, go to dailylivestockreport.com. The AJ Daily is compiled by Paige Nelson, field editor for the Angus Journal. For more Angus news, visit angusjournal.net.